1: On today's episode, Sex Toys and Slime, LB Licks the Competition, and we're back, baby! All that and more on today's episode of Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg! Help me out, almighty Lori
2: Beth Denberg! Give me that vital information so I get the red thoughts to do, yeah! The church of Lori Beth is in session, and we're reading from the scriptures about the information, so I can my God and my savior, what's going on with me oh my god send my save you, my lpd just tell me what's going on with me whoa, oh, oh, whoa, oh, oh, oh. The hello everybody i'm laurie beth denberg and welcome back to the Bad Advice Podcast. Woo! With me as always is Clark Crozer. Hello. Hello. Wow. We
1: uh It has been a while. Yes,
2: it's been a while, but we <laughs> did actually put one out to explain our absence a little we bit. We did, we did. So if you missed that, go listen to the smaller podcast uh that was released, you know, a week or two ago, a couple yeah. weeks in which I sound like a dying frog who <laughs> swallowed another dying frog. I just got... Um... I lost my voice. I yeah. was doing a lot. It was, there was some stressful stuff. Yeah. And when that happens, I lose my voice. And I did not have a voice for weeks. For a week, a couple months. Yeah, I a couple think. of months. And so you can hear the tail end of my, if you go back and listen to our little explanatory podcast, yeah. just know that that is like 80% better right. my voice quality right. than it was during the interim and I'm sorry I didn't like put out I'm like oh I gotta put out a video to tell and I was like no I don't it's just fine <laughs> nobody is living or dying by whether or not my pod I hope not <laughs>
1: yeah, I, hope. Oh, I mean dear. people do rely on us for tons of advice but yes. you know I, I'm sure they can live without us for a few months
2: yes ho- hopefully so <laughs> and if any of your loved ones are gone I'm very sorry (laughs)
1: that that happened. Hey, look, you know what? I I said this uh, during the little mini uh, update, and I'll say it again. We did uh, shows for, like, weekly shows for over a year straight. Yeah. So, you know, uh, taking a a couple of months off, I don't think it was that crazy. I'm
2: having a um, comic book guy moment when uh, the Poochie show came out, Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie, the episode of The Simpsons. It's called... I believe it's called The Poochie Show. Okay. Or it's called Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie. I don't know. I'm so out of practice. (laughs) And they watch it, and comic book guy hates it. He's like, that was the worst episode ever. They owe us an explanation, something, and, like, Bart goes, they, what do they owe you? They've given you thousands of hours of entertainment for free, exactly. and it's like this whole thing. And he's like, worst episode ever. <laughs> so we have done. We did do a lot. Yeah. And then I couldn't speak, and yeah. now we're back. Now you can hear that I'm as annoying as ever. <laughs> I, but I am, I really did miss you guys. I missed yeah. recording with Clark and yeah. seeing his dogs, even the one that's a dick. <laughs> you
0: know, and, <laughs>
2: and just kind of, I miss hearing your questions and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today... We're back. We're back. We're
1: back, baby. <laughs> uh, and during that time, we uh, had a little bit of a secret project going on yes. here, right? You were doing
2: something a little behind the scenes nobody knows about. A little behind the scenes. Now, I need everyone who's listening to this to sign an NDA. <laughs> Go to Apple <laughs> slash podcast slash Lori Beth <laughs> slash NDA. Try, uh, uh, hit the
1: update button. Yes. Or hit Yes.
2: Uh, <laughs> the... uh, we, we announced this in our last little Sorry We Were Gone one. Yeah. I am going to be, I am actually. You are. Last week was the premiere of Worst Cooks in America, That So 90s. Oh, nice. So it was, I have steered very clear of doing, and Clark knows this, of doing reality TV shows. um, Because they're... Mostly
1: awful. Well, yeah, but also as an actress, I feel like they are
2: slowly eating fictional, uh, televised... uh Yeah, they're taking food out of my mouth, which half of America (laughs) thinks is not a problem. And probably for the best. But yeah, there is that built-in thing of... You know, it was back in the back in the 90s when yeah. it was just this influx, and they were gross, and it was like Date My Dad, and <laughs> oh Joe God. Millionaire, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. all of this yuck fest. Yeah. There are certain then, ones that are good. And then every single one of
1: them always had like the Date My Dad celebrity edition. Exactly.
2: <laughs> every single so, one. Um, so it is like every time- a reality show was born, two sitcoms never got to be. Yeah, exactly. So it, so I do have that. But it's like, for example, I was <laughs> offered... I think you know this Clark. Yeah. I was offered the first season to be part of Celebrity Fit Club. Right. And I was like... I don't want to do that.
1: Yeah. I don't want
2: to get in spandex and be weighed in on TV and whatever. Oh, you'll be so inspirational. I'm like. That's not what you're after. I mean, and looking back on it now, in hindsight, now all
1: you read about is how all of those shows about losing weight were just horrible.
2: Yeah, it's, you know, I know we've spoken on the show about, like, there's emotional stuff behind, you know, my weight, but behind a lot of people there's trauma, and it's like, I don't really want to do any of that. (laughs) And then I remember I had an agent who, um, I was really gauging him on, Mm -hmm. like, what kind of guy is he? Cause yeah. he's pretty new. Yeah. And I called him and said, they want me to be on celebrity fit club, but I don't want to. And he goes, I don't know why anybody would want to. Oh, and nice. then a few seasons in, he submitted me for it what? for like season three or four, whatever it was. Oh, and I was no. like, really? And he was like, uh, he was all like, I'm totally from the Valley right now. <laughs> yeah. He said, it's really helping people. Like flavor Flav is big now. And in my head, I was like, if my goal was to be a flavour, flavour, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I wouldn't care. And if you think the goal should be that, I don't know that we're a match. Right. Swipe left. Yeah. Ooh, so, anyway, hard. so, but so, yes, anyway, all of that to say that I was, you know, told and, and offered to be part of this. Worst Cooks in America, which cooking shows aren't usually about, like, who's going to fuck? Yeah, and it's also just, like, a totally different vibe than a
1: typical reality show.
2: Than a typical reality show, or even a typical celebrity version of any show. Right. Like, the fact that it was so, like, specialized, it was 90s, yeah. it was, I just thought, like, this sounds fun. Now,
1: can, are you allowed to talk about some of the people that you were with?
2: Yes, that were the, on cast, the, show with you? the cast was announced, um so I can't talk about that and I can't like say like oh and then I won everything. Yeah, exactly. You know like I can't give away any spoilers <laughs> right, at all. Right. But um, you can talk
1: about some of the people that you met.
2: Yes, I well I'll say the blue team. Okay. I was on the blue team. Okay. And I stand by our talents, kindness, mm. Morals and oh. ethics. Oh, I will that's say that's a way that. to
1: win a game show.
2: Yes, morals and ethics. <laughs> yeah, no, <right? laughs> no, we really did. But in all fairness, um, Ann Burrell, who is like she's it's her show, okay. And then uh, a secondary like celebrity chef comes on, and right. Ann Burrell has the red team and she's their dude, gotcha. and then the other whoever is uh, the blue team's Representing dude. You. So Ann Burrell is tough. She wants to win. Uh, there is a ruthlessness, interesting, to her in that thing. And our our guy was Jeff Morrow, who is so I I just love that guy. Uh. And you know what sucks? Because it's a. Um, it's a game show, essentially. Exactly. So there's these rules that apply to it, and I'm specifically very attuned to them because I was on Figure It Out. Right. Everybody, go watch the movie quiz right. show. But there's very specific things like we were sequestered in Figure It Out. You don't. Want, we don't get to see anything. Yeah. If we see something and we have an advantage, the contestant, it's unfair to them. Right. So I took that very seriously. Sure. And the, as did the as did the crew and everybody but sure, I sure, was sure. like they were like you're even taking this a little far <laughs> but like I would walk around if I was going somewhere like I need to go outside for a while I would walk with like my hand over my eyes oh no. looking down <laughs> and I would say is there because they would be doing props for game, like different stuff and I'm like is there anything in here I shouldn't see <laughs> and if they were like no 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 you're good I would just walk out and if they said yes I would just keep my head down and watch my feet and walk outside alright so so, but consequently, I never really got to hang out or talk to oh, Jeff or even Anne. Oh, yeah. She did come upstairs one time with her, looks like a big Manx cat. Minx oh, or Manx? Minx, I think. I th- or maybe a man- Manx. It was a I very big kitty cat. Okay. And we got to pet and scratch face, mm. but we did not talk strategy <laughs> or...
1: So, uh, who, who were some of the people that you were cooking with?
2: Okay, so on... The 90s tip. I got to meet a couple people that I was like, oh my God. So I got to meet um, Tracy Gold from Growing Pains, Pains. which spans, like, I think of her as more like my 80s sitcom fix, but she spanned two decades. Okay, And... Um, so that was really, she was really awesome. On my team were um, Matthew Lawrence. Oh, nice! I got a Lawrence brother, nice, and Jody Sweeten. Oh, how then, great! Yeah, everyone else was really great, but this it is was amazing. Yeah, it was very cool, it was very fun. It was very intense. Nice, it was very intense well, to do this. I, I think
1: everyone should know, uh, before they start watching this show. Uh, you went into it clearly uh, a professional chef. Like oh my God. Just expert chef-level techniques,
2: right? I thought I'm like, I can do it because if you're just supposed to be the worst <laughs> um, because I am. Yeah, I have never been known for cooking. Yes. Um, I remember they they asked me in an interview, how would you describe yourself in the kitchen? <laughs> yes. And I said, hapless and sweaty. <laughs>
0: That was, and
2: she was like, really? And I'm like, yeah, that covers it. That covers it. (laughs) I have to say,
1: I've known you almost my entire life. I can't imagine you cooking a meal.
2: (laughs) Well, if you watch the show, you can see it. I'm excited. And uh, it was, it was, it was truly an experience. Okay,
1: now, uh, don't, I I know you can't do any spoilers. You can't do anything bad. Was there a, Food that you cooked that you were like, wow, I really like cooking this. Like, you could see yourself cooking it again in the future when you're not on a game show.
2: Yeah, what's funny is there's, I think all of us were like, I'm going to go home and make everything. <laughs> yeah, right? And now when we talk, it's like, what have you, no, DoorDash? Yeah, me <laughs> DoorDash. too. <laughs> um, but there were things that I was able to do that I was proud of. Yeah, there were things that I was like, "Yeah, it's about right." <laughs> oh no. Um, but overall, it was. Um, I learned a lot. Good. Was it fun? Uh, it was. It was fun. Good. It was. <laughs> we're kind of like brothers in arms. Me, the, all of the, the cast members, because it's intense. Oh and it's, yeah. It's a lot of work, but I think that all comes through in it. Like, that's the thing with these reality shows, is you see how hard people are working. Yeah, and talk
1: about just the
2: diametric opposite of your last game show, right? Yeah! Because your last game show, all you're doing is sitting in a chair and getting uh, shit dumped on you. I got to sit there and get slime. <laughs> and then now... Oh, speaking of that... Yeah. I, well, this is going to be harkened back to the beginning of our lives. Okay. And we should... I do want to get to the questions. We, yeah, we
1: do have tons of questions. But
2: I was looking at... I know we've talked about this before. I happened to be looking at with a certain gentleman friend of mine, yeah. which maybe we'll talk about in okay, the future. Okay. Um at, uh some sex toys online. Okay. And there as you was do. one uh, how would I do? No, it said as you do. Oh, as you do. Yes. It was my priest. <laughs> um like look what you're missing. He's like, "Aren't you Jewish?" and I'm like, "Not anymore." <laughs> And I was like, how did we get here? Um, and I'm like, Tinder, you messaged me. Anyway, anyway. so we are looking at, at this, and then there was one toy that, you know, they all have a video. Of course. And so I click on it and watch the video, and it's this, like, Matrix-inspired, like, oh. you know, just kind of like the black and the laser beams <laughs> and whatever. And then right, like, right up top... Uh, 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 the sound effect of the secret slime action oh, no! on figure it out. It is used everywhere. It is a ringtone on the iPhone. Oh and my god. Even to this day, my heart stops a little oh, and no! I look up. That's hilarious. It's and I'm like, like
1: a- yeah. Oh, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, what's the, the reaction? The dog, that they ring the bell. Oh
2: yeah, it's Pavlov. Pavlov. Man. You're it's having my a Pavlovian Pavlov thing. reaction. It's like, can I at least watch a video of how a sex toy works without wow. having like... The fear of being slimed. Yeah, but it's really funny. I... Every time I like, like have a start and then look up. So yes, that's you know just to get us right back in where we were. I had to throw in some sex story nice. stuff. Nice, but oh, and I have okay, never mind. I will save that for another episode. <laughs> okay. Another a sex shop that I went to that oh. was not okay.
1: Yeah, keep listening
2: to these episodes. You okay. never know what you might hear. Okay, so. You know, Worst Cooks in America, it's on the Food Network. Yes. And that's why I can't do any spoilers, because you do not want the Food Network after exactly. you. Exactly, They have so many knives. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, Nickelodeon star Lori Beth found dead Julianne. Julianne! <laughs> um, so... Yeah, watch that. We'll talk about it because yeah. I can say, like, oh, what happened? You yeah. know, we'll do the Cooking Dead, like, yeah, exactly. recapping exactly. each episode. But that's on uh, 9 p.m. on Sundays. All right. And it was really fun, and I'd love to know what you guys think of it.
1: Yeah, if you have any questions about the show out there, please send it to us. You can email it to us, or you can leave us a phone message, either way. Um. But speaking of... Lori Beth, would you mind if we answered a couple of questions?
2: I would love it. I missed you guys and all of your horrible problems yeah, that I can relate to. and we have tons of them. So Good.
1: Let's start uh, Let's start off uh, with Steve. Steve. And Steve? Is it Steve Harvey? <laughs> I don't think it's Steve Harvey. Uh, but Steve asks, So my girlfriend is obsessed with watching true crime on TV and listening to the true crime podcasts. When I come home from work, dinner isn't even ready because she's watching something about Jeffrey Dahmer. Or I'm hearing about somebody that got gutted or strangled to death. I don't even like scary movies. I kind of want her to stop watching this stuff. I'm starting to be scared
2: for my life. <laughs> Do you think she killed him right there? And he couldn't say goodbye or thank you? <laughs> that was Steve, a... if you're out there If you have one hand free from your bindings. Exactly. So, Steve, I would like you to reflect on whether you've done anything that would deserve a quick murder. Oh,
1: see. But maybe
2: not. This is a thing... Women love those shows. Ah. There's even I'm thinking of a South Park episode. Do you oh, remember yeah. that yeah, one? Yeah,
1: absolutely, with the parents.
2: The parents and they were all like, is this all bloody and this is so much we should murder stop. Murder porn. Yeah, murder porn, and then when they stopped watching them, they just turned on each other. <laughs> exactly. And it, in the end it was like, we need to get our fix of awful, murdery, torturous this <laughs> to, oh. to live in harmony. It's true. And there is there's something, you know, exciting to the salaciousness and over the last you know couple months when i couldn't talk (laughs) i ended up watching a bunch of documentaries okay and most of them are just terrible Mm. i said it's like let's see how horrible this guy is you know and um but some really good stuff you know it's really good but it's just awful yeah and there's something just you know voyeuristic and cathartic about that and interesting it's also an interesting kind of psychological look at Mm -hmm. people and the way they think but we are talking steve is about he's talking about like csi and like Right, like scripted, like show well, shows. I
1: was watching true crime on TV. Oh, I true don't crime. Yeah. Okay.
2: Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer. He Jeffrey said. Dahmer okay.
1: And people so, getting gutted and strangled.
2: Yes. Um. Eh. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I uh, yeah. I go. If if
1: if you're not into it, I I don't know. That's that's a hard thing to get over. If you're if one person's totally into one thing the other person is absolutely against watching or joining that person, that's a hard relationship to keep happy, man. But
2: he did say, because this stuck out to me, when I get home, my dinner's not even on the table. That's the other
1: thing that I'm hearing.
2: So, yeah, I'd watch your fucking steps, dude. Is that (laughs) the tip of the iceberg? She (laughs) might just be getting that, like, thrill and you know, cathartic voyeurism and yeah. and what's it called when you live through somebody else? Oh, um,
1: uh,
2: not surreptitiously. Okay, here's where we search for vocabulary. Vicarious. <laughs> Vicarious. Vicarious thrill. Living
1: vicariously.
2: So if it's the tip of the iceberg that you're like, where's my dinner, woman? Yeah. Perhaps it's best to let her watch that. Yeah. Or you could end up on the wrong side of a knife. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about it too much. There's a whole. They even did. They did a whole um, this music video parody digital short on Ooh. SNL. Okay. About women watching these murder shows. Oh, nice. And why they all like it. It's really funny. It's nice. really really funny. So I'd be cool about it if you really hate them. And it's like because there is that part where it's like. I don't need to take this in right, all the
1: time. Right, I said that
2: about my dad, too, because he watches all of those. And right. it's like every, and it's all grisly. And every once in a while I go, can you watch something funny? Yeah. Like, can you just watch a whatever? Right. And um, so there is that. I mean, I totally just trashed Steve and assumed that he's <laughs> like the worst. But there is something to be said for saying, I know you like these and it's great, but if you're having to watch the after she gets your dinner on the table, if you're, you know, forced to watch it with her or that's the only way you get to spend time with her right. is if you sit and watch these, there's really something to say for yourself of like, you know, I, this is all I get it. I get all the smush about it, but it's dark and it's violent. And it's like, I don't want to take that in all the time. Yeah. So, you could approach it that way as well. True. Either way, I would secret a knife somewhere on your body. (laughs) In case it goes wrong, you'll be able to defend yourself a little. I like that. I like that.
1: Let me. uh, I'll throw out one other thing. Yep. Maybe you approach the girlfriend and say, look, uh, you know, these aren't my favorite. Maybe you approach her slowly from behind (laughs) while she's distracted. These aren't my favorite, but... Pick one that you think is the best. Like maybe ah. she can get him into it if she starts watching like a really good, intriguing one. Yeah. You know?
2: I'm trying to think of like a funny murder show.
1: <laughs> exactly. There's got to be some kind of documentary about clowns murdering like each other, CSI right? CSI
2: Branson. <laughs> I don't know. It's just folksy. Yakov Smirnov is always the killer. But he there's loopholes he always gets out.
1: In the Russia, country kill you. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> All right, Steve, good luck on uh, many levels. I
1: hope that helps at least a little bit.
2: All right, next question
1: we have uh, is from our good friend Annie Anonymous. Oh, very uh, nice. And Annie Anonymous says, "Hey, my boyfriend is bad at oral sex." I keep trying to tell him further to the left, but he doesn't get the right place. How do you tell somebody that they're bad at something? Or how do
2: I get him get better? Ah. Oh man, that just made me think a million things. Okay, all right. Well, a million things. Okay. Most of which are negative. <laughs> because I've had experience with this and I know what the outcome of mine was. Mm. Um, If someone is not giving you what you want, despite clear instructions, there's that chance that they're like, well, if I just do the dishes bad enough, she won't ask me to do them again. I put bleach in your black leggings in the washer? Oh, no. I guess I shouldn't do it anymore. I licked your upper thigh to your sternum, and isn't that where your clit is? Oh, no. So I don't know if that's the situation that has been part of my life in the past. Yeah, And then also, you know, trying to instruct somebody, and then he's like, don't tell me what to do.
1: Yeah. And so there's that,
2: and there is the... You know, uh, defensiveness and like, well, I'm not good. You know, I'm right, not good at that. right, right. Um, so I don't know if any of that, if if any of those, not the defensiveness one. That's that's a thing. Yeah. And that requires conversation yes. and all that kind of stuff. Yes, yes, yes. Like yes. maybe, like definitely, a conversation outside of the actual kind of lingual session. Yes. Yes. And that's to express your needs. not like what I want. Oh, to do oh, you know, to say like, hey, I just, I don't feel listened to. I don't Absolutely. feel like whatever. But if it's the other stuff of, I don't care. I don't want to, you know, do a bad job, whatever. Um then that's something to look at. Are there other places in your relationship mm. that are wanting and lacking in that way?
1: Right.
2: And You could also, I mean, I'm a big fan of porn. Sure. Porn is not real life. Yeah. But maybe you could look for, quote unquote, lesbian porn, which mm. isn't, you know, there is true yeah. woman on woman, you know, porn for that. And then there is like,
1: the fantasy yeah then there's the poor. fantasy
2: of like the, the two girls yeah like yeah. well they're 69ing in a soapy tub that's what everyone does Exactly. So, yeah so <laughs> exactly. I don't know where your relationship or your partner falls right is it I don't care what you want is it I'm doing a bad job so I don't have to like that's the other thing does he enjoy it
1: right is he trying
2: yeah is he like I love doing this. Like he rolls yeah, up his yeah, sleeves, exactly. and then he, he just, just goes. Like... and he takes a big breath, like, <sighs> <sighs> just he, dives. He does one of those in. clap hand warming? Yes, things. <laughs> oh. dinner time. <laughs> but uh, so there's a lot. There's a lot I don't know. If you could send a video,
0: <laughs> we could give yeah. you specific uh, exactly. instructions. Exactly.
2: So the the way you would take it. You know, the way you would take it, the way you would approach it would depend on, you know, which or whether any of these scenarios of the disinterested guy, of the just doesn't get it guy, Mm -hmm. of the whatever applies to you. Right. Also, (laughs) what you could do, and this hurts me to say, and it would probably hurt in real life. Give him the worst blowjob ever. <laughs> oh, no. Give him the, he's like, oh, not so tight. And you're like, tighter? <laughs> you know, it's just, it, it, that could be a nice little, uh, if he's one of the bad yeah, scenarios exactly. that I put out. Exactly. But just be like, teeth, right? <laughs> more teeth? <laughs> uh, Sorry, Clark. No, no, it's
1: okay. It's all right. Uh, let me just add one more thing here. Oh, yes. Uh, I think it's Very reasonable for you to physically manipulate where his head is. Oh, yes. Just take control while you're in the situation, while things are going on. Like Ratatouille? Grab him. Exactly. (laughs) Ratatouille, this motherfucker. Grab him by the hair and get his head into the right position. Yeah. Get his mouth into the right spot. Like, uh, that. if that'll work... Do it. Yeah. But that again goes back to is he enjoying it? Does yes. he like doing this?
2: And if there, there also is the, no, now Clark got me thinking of actual <laughs> solutions. Ratatouille. Yeah, Ratatouille him. No, but then <laughs> if he is willing and wanting and just not getting it and not understanding how to listen to I don't know. The fact that she's telling him and he's not makes me, it makes me suspicious of him, his yeah. tongue, and his intent. It's true. Uh, but he could sit back and you could like masturbate and show, show him, him where, him. Yeah. like, here's a little, I mean, you could even le- you know, use a little, a little Sharpie, yeah. no, not a Sharpie. <laughs> not on your body. Not on your body. Something where it's like, here's where you're supposed to land. Yeah. Look, sometimes, and I'm first to admit it, guys
1: are dumb. Yes. Dudes are just dumb, especially Stupid. when it comes to sex. <laughs> guys are just dumb. So, look, maybe he needs a little uh, assistance, and he does, he's just too dumb to get your <laughs> verbal cues.
2: Hey, honey, was that good for you? You fucked the mail slot. <laughs> and you said, you little slot. I'm going to stick all my mail in you. Good luck, yeah. Annie Anonymous. Why did she make it anonymous? I don't know. Why seem- is this? It seems so so something like she'd
1: want to spread around. I hope that helps. Um, uh, but yeah, let us know uh, if you have any uh, more questions or you want to send us videos, please. Uh, send away.
0: This episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda.
1: Uh, Let's move on, though, to our uh, rotating segment of the week. I'm happy to get back, and we're going to start with a fan favorite. Everyone loves when we do our top ten and a half. And now, ladies and gentlemen, LB and Clark's top ten.
2: Welcome back to what could be and has been in the past the longest segment ever. (laughs) So long, in fact, on several occasions we could not air it. Yeah. (laughs) But we're going to try to keep ourselves together. Yeah, we're going to go quick. So this is the top ten and a half things that we did during our break from the podcast, which was almost three months. Yeah. So I'm going to start with... 90s con. Oh! It, you knew I was going to that. Yes! I wasn't sure. You know, we booked it. It was a convention, like a Comic Con, but like it was a 90s good con. good old-fashioned Comic Con and convention. And booked it, like, a year and a half, two years ago. It really seemed so far away. Right. Like, everything will be glorious. <laughs> Spring will come and COVID will be gone. Right, right. So that wasn't quite the situation, Eesh. but I decided to go... And like all precautions were taken. You know, Connecticut happens to be a really good, smushy, COVID state, thumbs up state. Good, good. So it was so fun. First of all, I mean, there's a bunch of people there. Matthew Lawrence was there, and all the Lawrence brothers, all the (laughs) Lore. But um, so I was really excited to see him because we'd been on Worst Cooks together, and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to see and spend a lot of time with Danny. Oh yeah, with Danny Tamborelli, my love, and that was—I mean, I was just—it was so wonderful. Just I just love. Love love him and to be able to get to hang out with him and give him shit. Yeah. And I saw people I haven't seen in 25 years. Like, m- not that we're ever like super great friends. I don't want to be all like, <laughs> hey, guess about me. But I saw Melissa Joan Hart, oh, you know? That's awesome. It's like, oh, hug her. Yeah. You know? and yeah, yeah. I saw Jenny Lee Green. Oh. oh, I just named the whole cast of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> but, um,. Was the cat there? The cat was not there. Oh, Oh. I would have killed man Nick (laughs) Pakai. Nick Pakai. I was I went to the set of Sabrina once because I wanted to meet Nick Pakai. Really? Yeah, back on Comedy Central. Yeah. No, no, no. The Comedy Channel. Right. Before yes. the Comedy Channel and Ha merged, became Comedy Central. Yes. He was the sidekick on Night After Night with Alan Havey. We are getting way yes. off. Do you remember oh, yes. when I said this is probably the longest unairable segment? <laughs> yes. this, this is, is why.
1: why. Oh, th- this is hilarious. You're right. We don't have enough time right now. Maybe we should save some of this. We talk about it next week in next week's segment of the week.
2: That's a, You know what? I do have enough stories to right? fill up a second. That's a really good idea. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, Clark's okay, so, first.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to go uh, straight into really the most boring uh, of my items on the list. Okay. Uh, and I kind of mentioned it a little bit last week on the little update uh, mini-podcast episode. And that is... I changed our studio. Yes. Our studio was completely changed around. It's gorgeous. I put new things up in the walls, and there's new toys everywhere. And it's just a, a fun. Kinda of space where there's just shit everywhere to look at.
2: And but and you made it a lot better. Like yeah. somehow it's the same exact room with like four hundred extra square feet of breathing <laughs> exactly. space. Like you really did a good job configuring it in a way Thank that's you. like super smishy yummy. Thank
1: you. I like it. I think it's really uh it's nice to sit in here and work now.
2: Yes, Anyway, it is.
1: that was my first one.
2: Okay, my next one is I went to Vegas. Oh, yeah. I went to Vegas. We have talked it was a long time ago yeah. about what I do in Vegas. I even, like, smushed that down smaller. Yeah. my I needed to just decompress. I needed a couple days alone. Yeah,
1: this is after you've been uh, dealing with your voice for so
2: long. Yeah, it was just it's stressful just, stuff. Yeah, and there was stressful stuff and this and that. I was like, I just need to get away. Yeah. So... I went to Vegas. I booked a room for like seven cents on Priceline. Right. And my only itinerary was to get... At least a 90-minute massage, Mm, mm. but not, like, at a hotel where it costs, like, a trillion (laughs) dollars. Right. Just, like, a strip mall. Like, there's, like, massage envy. I don't know how many massages Clark has gotten. Sure, sure, sure,
1: sure. But,
2: so I want to do that and go to the Pinball Hall of Fame. Of
1: course. You do that every time. And play as
2: much pinball as I want.
1: And there is a new addition to uh, your routine. What? That uh, is thanks to me and Karen.
2: Oh, that's right. I did go there to Hash House A Go-Go. Hash House A
1: Go-Go. Best is,
2: restaurant ever. Yeah, and I had a really good breakfast.
1: Yeah. But I
2: was like, I'm going to play Lord of the Rings pinball as much as I want. Nice. For as long as I want. I was there three days. I went every day wow. for a couple hours. I was very rusty. Huh. But by the end, like literally by the end when I walked out, I had gotten my name up on the board in... Fourth position. Wow. So I was very pleased with that. So I went to Vegas.
1: Very proud of you. That's good. Um, Okay. Uh, Here's another very boring one. You went to Vegas. Uh, I got a present for Christmas this year. Uh Uh-huh. And it took me about a month and a half to put it together. Uh, In the video for it, do they use the uh, secret slime action sound? (laughs) They do not. They do not. No, no, no. (laughs) Um, I got... Kevin McAllister's house in Lego That's right. The house from Home Alone is now in my living room. (laughs) It's pretty
2: amazing. Wow, it's so meta. There's a living room in it, your living room. Exactly. Is there a smaller living room in the living room of the living room? And there's booby traps around the Lego piece that oh, has booby so
1: cool. traps
2: inside the Lego piece. And Clark will build like I did you look at the instructions oh, of or course. Oh you do, okay. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Clark is will be like meticulous, like oh, it yeah.
1: is done. <laughs> it was very fun. And it's so cool because all of the the not pranks, all of the the stuff, the traps that Kevin sets for the burglars Mm -hmm. are in there in Lego form to the point where there's a little tiny switch in the uh, kitchen, and when you flip the switch, it drops a Lego iron down into the basement.
2: Is there a little tiny red hot uh, doorknob? Yes! There oh. is a tiny little red doorknob. Every single trap is in this so, Lego set. So so excellent. So fucking cool.
1: All right, that's my number two.
2: Okay. Um my number three is I got COVID. Oh after all of my boy. bitching about being careful. listen, and, <laughs> and that. Hashtag one million hugs. I uh, did get COVID. Yeah, I um started to feel a little sick. Just like a cold, yeah. And I'm like, mm, I'm gonna take a COVID test. I was on a Zoom like with some friends, mm. and I'm like, yep, that's pretty positive. Oh no! And um, I just was out for about four or five days, just. Asleep, sweaty, confused. Ugh. I woke up and I lived with Abby and it was seven at night. Ugh. And I go, You're late for work at seven o'clock. And she was like, it, It's nighttime. Ugh. And I don't know what day it was. My friend was on a weekend trip hmm. at this wine and food festival. Nice. And I came to on like a Wednesday. Hmm. And I was talking to the phone, I go, Are you still at the thing? And she goes, No no. Oh no. You've been home for like four days. Oh god. I was like, I didn't quite know. Lu- so I had COVID. Luckily you have
1: had both the shots and the booster, yep. right? So Luckily it, it hit you, but it didn't hit you too hard.
2: Yeah, it was really and I actually kinda woke up feeling better like after I had COVID, yeah, my voice came back.
1: You got COVID at the end of all of this like laryngitis yeah. nonsense.
2: Or just sleeping for four or five days, not talking to anybody. <laughs> that might help too. Not whatevering yeah. and it was like, Thank you. <laughs> my, my my throat was like, Thank you. <laughs>
1: So yeah, that's a that's a pretty, pretty powerful number three. Yes. All right, my number three, again, mine always seem a little uh, less powerful than yours <laughs> are, but anyway, uh, my number three is Lex, my son. Yeah. Just about to, he's gonna turn seven years old tomorrow. Oh, that's so fucked up. I'm so excited. Earth Day um, birthday, 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 birthday. He has been doing so good in movie watching. And because of that, we have now gone through the entire Back to the Future trilogy. Nice. We've gone through the entire uh, uh Ghostbusters run. Oh. We he is it is so much fun to st- and every single time we finish a movie, he turns around and he goes, "Well, that's my fav- new favorite yeah. movie." <laughs> every single time. So it's just been so much fun to watch all these movies with him over the past few months. And it's like, you know, it kind of gets me excited. I got to do all of this uh, one round with Karen, right? Because she grew up so isolated yes. that she wasn't allowed to watch movies.
2: She doesn't watch any movies that weren't like religiosity. Yeah, that weren't
1: uh, starring Jesus. Yes. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> I got to show her all of those good movies. And so now good. I get to do it all again with uh, Lex, and it's been Yay. pretty fucking amazing. All right, that's my number three.
2: My next one kind of ties into yours uh-huh. because for a while, I have been looking every once in a while. Hmm? at what's going to be at the Hollywood Bowl this summer. Yes. And the one that I texted, Clark because Clark, there's usually at least one that Clark's parents and Karen and Clark and Lex and yeah. I will go to. All together. And it's been like The Muppets. There's yeah. been a couple. Perfect. When we did last uh, year, The Princess Bride. Yes. And the orchestra plays the score live. This year was Back to the Future. Yes. There's a couple that, would, that might work, and we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But I texted Clark, and I said, is Lex too young for Back to the Future? <laughs> and, you know, instead of saying yes, he goes, Oh, we just watched it. <laughs> we he
1: just finished
2: number three. So um, so that won't be it. But there's a couple more okay. that I think we could do because I'd like to keep the tradition up. Absolutely. I, I agree. I agree. Nothing was more perfect than The Simpsons. That was first oh, that
1: time was to amazing. the bowl for Lex. <laughs> So much Very fun.
2: first time there were fireworks. Yeah. It was this first time on a bus. Yeah. If that was so special that and perfect. Was amazing. And uh, so yeah, I'm 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 making my list and checking it twice. Nice. And You're prepping for the bowl. I'm prepping for my summer. <laughs> my number two is I've
1: actually uh kind of got set up in my office here, the the for the main computer, uh, a system where I can Digitize old VHS tapes. Oh. And I have just been having a ball going through all these old videos. I used to shoot videos of myself with with Mike or with you know old friends. I have videos from when I was working at Universal Studios and I was in the Wild West show or Ooh. Beetlejuice. All these behind-the-scenes stuff, and its I I can't get enough. I keep finding more tapes to digitize. Oh, my goodness. And it's just so much fun to find all these old tapes that, you know, probably I haven't looked at in... 20, 30 years. Because you, know? you haven't had a VCR? A VHS? Yeah, VCR, <laughs> exactly. They
2: were in the uh, attic, plus there's no such thing as a VCR. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. I mean, I have tapes at home. I'm going to have to bring them over. Bring them over. I'll
1: digitize them. I'm having a blast, man. Okay. This is so much is fun.
2: Okay, that is a thing. Yeah, totally. Uh, My fifth, No, yeah. or the 10th. No, ninth. Oh, it's the ninth. Ninth. Um, is... I helped uninstall and install a dishwasher. Not the same one. We uninstalled the old one that wasn't working and installed a new one. And this was, yeah, it was really, really satisfying. It's, um, you know, my friend whose husband died and he would have like, it would have been replaced before she knew it was broken. But, you know, it was like we got the... uh, We got the heads up from the repairman. We called, like, it's not worth, Mm, you know, the price, for the price of what it would cost to fix it, it, you could just just get a new one for just a few hundred dollars more. So all of a sudden, we're like, let's go to Lowe's. Oh, no. And she had all of these gift cards for Lowe's. Oh, wow. From people gave them as gifts when they redid their kitchen. Okay. So we go to Lowe's. She, we're good. We figured out, I figured out then, I'm like... We're a good team, because you're white collar, and I'm blue collar. <laughs> so she's looking at, like, everyone. Oh, this has this, this has this. And I'm like, where's the one that's on sale? Is this a bait and switch? <laughs> and uh, so we found one. You know, it's it's her house. She yeah. chose. <laughs> I'm like, I don't agree. She's like, you're not my dead husband. Um, so she'll laugh at that. I make the best dead husband jokes. Um, so... I, you know, we went, and we got it, and then we had to uninstall-
1: The bad one. To
2: to not pay extra millions, millions. Sure, sure. We had to uninstall the- We chose. If we couldn't have done it, we would have called in an expert, which is what an Anonymous should do with her husband who can't eat pussy. There you go. Call in an expert. Call in an expert. Um- my dad, speaking of experts, mm. my dad was an electrician his mm. whole life, electrician, contractor. And now that he's older, you know, he has arthritis. He can't hold the screwdriver. Right. It's really frustrating for him. Sure, sure. So when we need to fix things at home, he's the brains and I'm the hands. Okay. So... I bring him over. He sits in a chair in the kitchen. He's kind of using YouTube University to right. get it. And I'm on the ground, like, pulling stuff out. And whenever we do this, I take off my shirt. I'm still wearing a bra. Right, right. But so I'm just, like, rolling on the floor like a mechanic changing oil. You no, know, with this is my bra on. And You've got, like, my hands grease dirty. on your face, even though you're not working yeah, with <laughs> exactly. grease. Where did that come from? <laughs> I just, it's Sharpie. I wanted to. I just wanted to look the part. (laughs) So we took out this pretty complicated to get out uh, because it was kind of jerry-rigged dishwasher. Uh. And then put it outside, and the city came and picked it up. Wow. And then with another friend, when the new one came, we installed the new one damn that's impressive it was so satisfying it was so satisfying to help my friend yeah it was just it was a great great experience that's awesome thank you that all right
1: um okay well i have uh time for one more uh and mine my last one is uh it's tiktok i i got into tiktok big time I love TikTok. It is so much fun. It, it, the funny thing is, people keep calling it a social media. Mm-mm. It's not a social media. It's like YouTube light. It's like a
2: performance space, yeah, it seems like. Yeah,
1: it really is. And, um, you know, there's just tons of different groups on there, and they're all talking about very specific, intricate things and things that I've never heard of before. Uh, and there was even uh, a very, very large part of the community that's obsessed with theme parks. They're all theme park obsessed. And, you know, I worked at Universal Studios for seven or eight years there, so I've even made a couple of videos just being like, hey, you know, I was working at Universal, and this is what happened, just kind of behind-the-scenes stories. Um, And it's been fun! It's been really cool. I've been really enjoying it. Uh, I'm kind of hoping, eventually, maybe I could figure out a way to get you on there, too.
2: I... I have you a have TikTok the account. account. I have not as yet ticked any talks. Yeah.
1: We'll get you there.
2: I'm yeah, I'm so old. We'll and then get I you realize there. we're the same age, yeah. but you're doing it. Yeah, exactly. I will figure it out. I have just recently almost understood Instagram. <laughs> I'm so
1: or up as I yet. call
2: it, Instagram dot com. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So <laughs> and then, good. Wait, so,
1: what? so that's our 10. And yes. then here's our half. You yes, ready?
2: Yes. Everyone, get this, ready.
1: This is pretty amazing. So this happened uh, during our break, right yes. around the beginning of February-ish. Uh, I got an email. I get all of the emails from uh, that you guys send us. Yeah. Right? Because I, I kind of pick and choose what the, the question is that I bring to you on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got an email And I was pretty impressed because our podcast, Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg, had a very good performance in Apple podcast rankings. Yes. We hit, are you ready? Hold on to your seats. We hit position number 33 in the category of comedy slash Malaysia. So in Malaysia- we are the thirty-third most popular comedic podcast.
2: I want to thank everyone who made this possible. <laughs> Irene mean, Ung, Shelby Woo's from Malaysia. I wonder if she like Is she put beating the word us? out. Is she? <laughs> no, maybe she's like oh, telling them all totally. how great we are. Yeah, she's spreading My the word. Shelby Woo, <laughs> and then I was like, I'm Elby Woo. <laughs> Um, she's, I'm pretty sure I've told stories about her. We had some funny times. I remember those times. Um, but, yes, so if you're wondering, this is us being half successful. (laughs) Ten and a half. It, you know, it's really Awesome. To, you know, it's awesome when anybody's listening. Yeah. I'm always like, you didn't have anything better to do. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, you're like, well, my boyfriend isn't eating me out right now, so I'm kind on board. Exactly. Sorry, I'm so, I'm so harping on Andy No, no, that's all right. But, um so, so yeah, it's really great but it is very strange like who's listening in malaysia in Malaysia, we're very popular. that we're 33 uh, but you know what is it out of like 34 yeah that's the thing is that does it just say who we are we should we should we, we should get that whole we list need to figure out how many podcasts
1: are uh, yeah. banned in malaysia
2: exactly so thank you malaysia if you're listening well uh, at least some of you are. yeah listening. exactly so that is our top 10 and a half. It was, I needed the rest. I couldn't, you know, I physically couldn't speak. Yeah. And so it was not podcasting time, but yeah. we got all of that done yep. and I did miss you. And I'm really glad we're back. We're back. And we have one last question here before we're done with this
1: episode. Um, So let's, uh, let's get through this last question. Okay. This is from Jamie and Jamie says, hi, Lori, Beth and Clark. Since the beginning of the pandemic, I started fragrance collecting. Not really sure why. Perhaps I'm trying to fill a void in my life. Since 2020, I've been used, ghosted, and had family drama, and most recently have had a few health scares. I find fragrances bring me happiness in a way I can't explain. But herein lies the problem. A lot of my money is going to fragrances. So much of it in fact, I don't save as much money as I used to. Any bad advice on how to control this compulsive addiction?
2: Jamie. Jamie. Well, the whole time you were saying it, I was like, I got to break it to him that this is a compulsive addiction. <laughs> and then he threw it in right yeah, at the end. Right at the end. Um so there's there's a lot that speaks to me. Yeah. You know? The fragrance, the whole not atomizer, whatever, it's diffuser. Yeah. It's calming. It helps a lot of people. There's a lot of pick. I'm not very woo-woo. No. But there is stuff about it helps people that are sick and the Absolutely. mix of. There's the mix chemicals. Of the stuff. There's yeah. chemicals
1: in there and then chemicals affect your brain.
2: Yeah. And if you put like if you smell some eucalyptus, you are invigorated. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a thing. Yeah, it's a chemical thing. So it's if you are feel you know, then you're also th- you didn't just say I'm buying so many fragrances. I'm, you know, what do I do? You're like, these are all the horrible things that have happened to me. You're, you are aware that this is a reaction,
1: right? You're compensating. uh,
2: And not a neg. This is just reminding me of doing drugs.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know,
2: this is making me feel better. This is making me feel better. I'm pushing away what I don't want to think about. Right. And now, what I'm doing to make me feel better is costing me. Something, Right. Whether it's, you know, with drugs and it's, like, family and responsibility and jobs and all this kind of stuff, as well as every internal, like, self-esteem, all the kind of sure, stuff. Sure, sure, sure. In this, it's costing Jamie money. Yeah. Which he brings up. And that could be enough. Like, there's also just kind of a compulsive shopping.
1: That's another v- very big thing. Yeah.
2: So... But at the start of it, it is this thing that is soothing, that is helpful. Right. You know, and you can't even go, like, you're like, oh, drug. You're like, nobody's like... Well, the heroin was really just great. I just bought too much. Right. You know, like right off the right. bat, that's not a great idea. <laughs> but getting a diffuser and putting in the tangerine, I almost just said tangerine and peppermint, which mm. sounds so awful. <laughs> putting in lemon and lemongrass and tangerine and getting a citrus buzz, yeah. and, you know, that's lovely yeah. and yummy and yeah. calming and soothing and exciting and whatever. But it sounds like your, according to you, your compulsive addiction is taking over at least your bank account and your mind. Because it's it's bad enough that you thought, I know what I need to do. I need to write to Lori Beth. (laughs) So, I, you know, you have to look at if this is really, like you said, an addiction. And then really consider it a shopping addiction.
1: Yeah, because here here's this is my question to you. Yes. You get some heroin tomorrow, it's gone by the weekend, right? That yes. was the old Dennis Leary joke. You get an eight ball, it's going to last all week and it's done by the weekend. Yes. I can't imagine if you're buying perfumes or fragrances. Yeah. If I have, I swear to God, I have some kind of uh uh What's perfume for boys? Cologne. Cologne. I have some cologne that somebody gave me in junior high (laughs) still in my medicine cabinet. Gross. Right? Like, fragrances, I feel like that could last for months or years one bottle, right? Yes. So, if he did buy, let's say, 15 20 different fragrances. Yes. Couldn't he just stop buying for a while and just live off of those
2: fragrances for a couple of months? Yeah, well, he he a couple of years, couple at of least a couple of decades Yeah. Maybe, and you just made me realize he said fragrances and I went straight to essential oils. Yeah, sure. So I probably not helped him at all. He's like to avoid doing anything about it. It's like it's not essential oils, it's fragrances. You gave me no advice. The issue is, yes, he is going to have more than he could use. In a lifetime. Yeah, but it's the addiction and compulsion. Of buying it? Of buying it, of having it, of having enough, whatever is behind Jamie's compulsion to keep doing this. Right. Which, you know, I'm assuming is... To stave off hurt, this control over, you know, I can buy this, I can have whatever I want. No right. one can say anything. None of the people that hurt me or ghosted me have anything to do with this. Right. So it's not, yes, logically, someone, I mean, think of it like it's not the same vibe, but like he's hoarding. Yeah. He's a hoarder. Yeah. Of fragrances, because, there's just not dead rats strewn around. Or right. if there are, at least it smells nice
1: in there. <laughs> exactly, but uh, <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, but I, it's just it's not about the fragrance fra- fragrances themselves. Because I'm thinking about like, let's say my ice machine. Right? Yeah. My <sighs> ice machine brings me happiness in a way that I can't explain, yes. just like the fragrances bring him happiness. That's not the problem. The no. fragrances bringing you happiness, I feel like, you know, let's say you're, he's overdoing it and, and making his house smell, you know, crazy <laughs> every day. That's That I feel like isn't horrible. Right, it's it the is. buying.
2: Well, that's, it's that's
1: causing the harm.
2: It's well, the the real life consequence. Right. is the money spent. The money spent when you go, when I've gone, I don't have money for rent, but I always had weed.
1: Right,
2: it's the same thing. You know, change the substance, change the whatever. Right. So, but the difference is, you love your. We all love your ice machine. <laughs> Go back to episodes one through 54 to hear how much I love the ice machine. So imagine Clark... If you had the compulsion, right. and I know you don't really have this thing, yeah, yeah, yeah so it's, yeah, hard yeah. it's hard to hard explain to, to someone, Yeah. but if you couldn't help it, you loved your ice machine so much that all you did was research and look online right. and buy another one and right. another one, because this one's going to be better, right. and this one's going to be better, and you have... 20 ice machines in your kitchen, Right. one of them should come home with me. So,
1: <laughs> but at that, so in that situation, I don't have an ice problem. I have a, a purchasing, like I, I'm- You have,
2: an emotional,
1: I have an emotional problem. I have an emotional problem. That's a, the yeah, thing. That's addiction what I'm trying
2: to say. in general- I'm sure there's other people that are whatever, whatever. And there is a genetic component. And obviously now I'm talking about drugs and alcohol and not fragrances, but it is the drive to do something that makes you feel better. It makes me not have to think. There's an adrenaline to it. The shopaholic thing, you know, go and buy you know, buy the new clothes and don't take the tags off and then and you can return it. It's the adrenaline and it's the endorphins yeah. and it's the satisfaction and yeah. the release. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, I got
2: one more. I can look at this one. I can open it. I can smell it. I cannot deal with whoever hurt me or ghosted right. me, whatever he said, used him.
1: Used, ghosted, and yeah. And
2: so that is the compulsion, the The substance, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Because think about the vast array. Think about Clark, who, I'm so glad that you don't have to live this, (laughs) is, although I see a lot of toys. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Clark's house is end-to-end, like, pop toys and everything. But think about it being the same concept and the same thinking and the same seeking For comfort. Yeah. And the same seeking to block out things that are upsetting and trauma. Right. Whether it's food or alcohol or shoplifting. Right. Or hoarding.
1: Right. Or
2: buying fragrances. Yeah. It's all this same emotional reaction and not dealing with, you know, not facing that. Right. And grabbing whatever you can to say, well, I'll just focus on this. If I just have this, it'll be perfect. If I just, okay, this is good, good, good. And then I look around and I, my life has crashed down because all I did is drugs for 10 years. Right. Then Jamie looks around and says, I don't have money. I'm not going to pay my car payment this month, but I have, you know... $500 $500 of fragrances yeah. on my shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's that thinking and it's the avoidance and it's the then the justification of what I'm doing that is actually harmful. Right. You know, it's very easy to say doing drugs is harmful. I see you're doing heroin. You weigh a pound. Right. You're doing meth. You have no teeth. You're strung out. You broke into a house. Somebody buying fragrances you wouldn't look at it that way, yeah. but it's the same emotional deal.
1: Right. It's the same
2: process. So, Jamie, I realize so, we just talked about it. We didn't
1: give no, it. No, I know. So how do you control this compulsive addiction?
2: Um, well, uh, knowing is half the battle. Yeah. So the fact that you you clearly know. Yeah. Because you're telling us that this is a problem. Mm-hmm. I would say that god but we've been off so long i haven't said these old chestnuts <laughs> um clearly you have stuff to work through with past people in your life i would always recommend you know finding a counselor or a therapist to talk through those things yeah uh also everyone you know 12 step there's a 12 step for everything mm. there is i'm pretty sure shopaholics anonymous mm. and there is a um Oh, what's it called? I've never been in it, which is why I haven't gotten better and I have no money. DA, Debtors Anonymous. Debtors Anonymous. Is it called Debtors Anonymous? It's something like that. Look up DA for people that have problems with their money and budgeting. And it's like impulse. And I've never been there. I have friends that have been in that. Yeah. So there could be even that, you know support or even for you to just and it's still covid there are tons of meetings online yeah so you could just stay and spray all your fragrances and you do all of them at once and you go to a real meeting and everyone just throws up (laughs) Uh, can i
1: I give one last bit of bad advice you may Uh, this is probably the worst advice Uh uh-oh jamie Mm -hmm. get covid Oh, you
2: won't have a sense of smell. You won't have smell. a sense of smell. Boom. That is some serious bad advice. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that would be good. But check into check into a meeting having to do with money or spending or hoarding. Like, there, yeah. you can have your pick of the litter. <laughs> There's a million for you. Good and problem. it's just like lurk in and see if it speaks to you. And, yeah, COVID would be a nice. Get COVID on top of that. <laughs> Anyway. So good luck,
1: good luck. Yeah, hopefully that helps, Jamie. Um, thank you guys so much. We are excited to be back. If you still have questions out there, you have a decision that's weighing heavily on you, please send it to us and let LB ease your burden. Send us your problems at AskGlorybeth.com. You can follow us on all the socials at askglorybeth. Or just leave a message with your voice at 1 336 2374. That's 1 D E N B E R G or 1 855 Denberg.
2: And you can find me at LB Denberg on Instagram, Lori Beth Denberg on Twitter, and the Lori Beth Denberg fan page on Facebook. You can also. Book me for a personalized video for a friend, loved one, or enemy <laughs> on cameo.com slash Beth. And yeah. you can see me yeah. on Worst Cooks in America, That's So 90s on the Food Network at 9 p.m. on Sundays. Yay! Very exciting. I really miss you guys. I'm so glad to be back. I'm talk to you next week. <laughs>
0: question there. Thanks for listening.